the Broad and Dimes. There's another episode here. We are back in full force. We have Ben back. Um, also, congratulations to Ben for finally graduating college. I say finally just because he was class of 2020, not because he got held back. How's it feel, Ben, being in the real uh, world? I can hardly believe it. It <laughs> went too quick, and it was kind of like a sour ending, but hopefully yeah. How does that feel for you, man? Just uh, just kind of like how that how your whole senior year kind of happened and and all that stuff. Because I know Mike, Mike, you know Mike, Mike already graduated, but like for you, what was that yeah. like? Uh, well, the rest of the senior year was a blast. I mean, the bars were always fun. Uh, <laughs> I guess I had a last hurrah. Like, what was it Patty's Day weekend? Yeah, It'd be Aaron Express. I went on that. Probably wasn't the best decision, like, health-wise, but... <laughs> Turned out fine. But yeah, uh. it was fun. So, like, that was the kind of, like, last good moment that I had. Now I'm just kind of job searching. Yeah, job market's tough right now, just because yeah, very no one's hiring right now. I, <laughs> I interviewed... I was telling Mike, I interviewed for something in February, and then I, I like... I haven't heard back from them and like, I'm just kind of like, okay, like I don't know what the deal is. And then they emailed, I emailed them in the, like two weeks ago and they were like, yeah, you're still in consideration. And I was like, I haven't spoken to you guys since February, <laughs> but that's good to yeah. hear. A lot of people are like laid off and they're not really, they're not looking to hire obviously during this pandemic. Yeah. It's also hard to train people, but I don't know, just keep going at it and you'll see it'll, it'll yeah. happen eventually. We can't all be like Mike with a good job, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if that's a fair comparison. <laughs> it's a tough situation right now. Yeah, um, I wouldn't have had anything if if I hadn't finished when I did. You know, shout out to you for getting enough credits, I guess, right? <laughs> I guess, yeah. Shout out to Bonner for letting me take two college classes while I, was <laughs> I did that too. I guess I didn't do enough. You know what? Shout out to <laughs> shout out to LaSalle then, because 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 you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, they were able I got, to let, I got make LaSalle to take my credits. Um, but yeah, so wait, did you guys? I guess you guys did finish last dance, Mike. Did you catch up? I did. All right, so I guess you guys want to get into it. What's what were the impressions? Like how? I mean, I, I know that we're all basketball fans, but like we clearly didn't watch Jordan live. But we've we've watched highlights, we've watched kind of reruns. So like, how did you guys like the series? Ben, I'll let you go first. Well, I, what I really took from it was like how different the league was then than it is now. Like everyone nowadays seems to be like very friendly with each other, but like back then it was almost you didn't want to be friends. They seemed to want to like keep like that competitive aspect like to the game. Like even on the dream team, like they like the chemistry like wasn't there. Yeah. I, I, I just also want to preface it. Like I'm, I was never the biggest, like, I didn't really like the bad boy Pistons just cause you brought the dream team up. I, I didn't like them. I also don't really like Isaiah Thomas. Um, people, people like give me, give me hell on about that just cause they're like, Oh, he's one of the best point guards of all time. But like, I personally don't care. I just don't, I thought he was overrated, but dude, you hate him. I, I don't like him at all. Yeah, I, I just him, like the top guard. I I just don't like. I just like. I think I just think he was a punk. You know, like yeah. He he like he just. I, I he's one of those guys that's just like. I think he had a chip on his shoulder because like he was a point guard, right? And he was like an all star point guard. But Magic Johnson was around that time, so like I don't think he ever got his like, you know, his, his like one shining moment kind of thing. And I just think that all those clips of him like trying to act tough is just like, no, like what he would do is he'd instigate and then he'd hide behind Bill Lambeer, who I also don't like. I mean, I think he's a bum and Dennis um, Rodman and, yeah, and Dennis Rodman and, and um, what's his name? John, um, John Sally. Like he would just hide behind those there was guys. Another huge guy on that team too. I forget what I can't think of his name. They were, yeah, they were all, all massive outside of like Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumars. They're all huge. Exactly. Also, it's just funny because like Joe Dumars and Isaiah Thomas are just two failed NBA execs and coaches. Like they just they just. I don't mind Joe it. Dumars though. I think Joe Dumars like did, didn't he like he dismantled the um, the 
the the Pistons. Like he just made them suck in like for 2004. Yeah, he like dismantled like that back team. in that range. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. Fat too. <laughs> well, he's not like Eric Snow. Yeah, well, that's he's, a whole other situation. I know, right? But, but I mean, like, excuse me. Kind of like building off like what you were saying with the Isaiah Thomas situation. I think I think there's a lot to be said about the value that was placed on the point guard position back in the day. Like your superstar was not traditionally your point guard back then. Like right now, the way that M- like the NBA is, we're really used to all star point guards. We're really used to high level, like leading your team point guards. But back in the day, the point guard was really there to run the offense, facilitate, and play defense. So there weren't a ton of guys, um, you know, who were doing that do it all kind of scorer, facilitator, defender, like top guy on your team. There weren't a ton of them at the point guard position, especially like Magic Johnson, for all intents and purposes, was really like a point forward. He was like the first positionless basketball player, like if we're being totally honest, at 6'9", like 230. He was far from a traditional point guard. So like guys like Isaiah Thomas and like Gary Payton and uh, like Tim Hardaway, they were like the first crop of like do-it-all superstar point guards and Isaiah Thomas was kind of the first one which is I think why he's regarded the way that he is regarded but it also like you said kind of gave him that chip on his shoulder like he had to prove himself he was the smallest guy on the court all the time and he was on a team that was known for being you know tough or cheap or however you want to describe it well okay I I think to to go off that point I I just Dude, those are straight up fouls. Like you can say you're being tough, but like that, it's like it. It's like reckless, right? It's like, and I'm not trying to be like, oh, like I'm not like trying to be soft. It's just like, dude, a lot of those plays are just like straight up reckless, and they like just undercut people, and like, like that wouldn't fly, you know? Like, and and it's not, it's not basketball at that point, you know? Yeah, they'd probably get ejected for like any one of those fouls today. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I, I that's why I just didn't like them because I just thought that it was like your brand of basketball was like, yeah, let's get people to fear us, but like in a way that's like, yeah, they're fearing us because they 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 might like lose their entire career. If yeah. you know, I think another point about their whole team about why they had to be the kind of guys that they were in terms of like being able to get to the success that they got to in terms of winning championships, not a single dude on that team was actually a dominant superstar. Yeah. Like none of them were Isaiah Thomas today would be like a good point guard, but he wouldn't even probably, he probably wouldn't be top five in the league point guard. He might not even be top 10. He's like right in that range, right? He'd be in that five to 10 range or like 11, maybe you know, if I really, I don't know all the point guards off the top of my head right now, like where he would fall, but even still, and he was their best player. So, you know, to build a team around that, like you could never win a championship today without a top flight superstar. You can't, it's not possible. The fact that they were able to do it came entirely from that identity of being, you know, tough guys together on the court. Yeah, I mean, I I just think that like that one the the one episode they really kind of dug into it. I also what I I I know that Twitter said this, but like I really enjoyed just like how much Jordan still just hates him. Like he's just like I hate Isaiah Thomas, and he's an Dude, asshole. He hates a lot of people. It's crazy. He hates Charles Barkley. Like with that's a passion. What I, I don't understand that either. Yeah, like, well, what is that? Is that just from, like, the 93 season? Like, I don't ago, feel like they won. even described it that well, like, why him and they Charles Barkley still the, hate each other. What, the, the Dream League? You've seen the Dream League, like, doc, right? Yeah. They, like, I think they go into it a little bit more, like, with that. I, I don't think you like the idea of, like, when Jordan came in and played on the Dream Team that, like, like everyone else realized that he was now, like, the guy. Yeah, I I don't think Barkley liked that very much. Yeah, I think at the time, well, like if you even like in this in this documentary, Charles Barkley like was in it, and he was saying that it was the first time that he ever realized that someone was better than him was in that '93 final series, like because he won the MVP that year, and he was like, (laughs) during those first few games, was the first time I ever realized there was actually someone on the court who was better than me. 
Well, I just think it's funny that it's just like in, in both that series and the 90, was it the, the, I think it was the first, oh God, it was the first jazz one when they were like, what was your motivation? He was like, well, Barkley won the MVP. And like, I didn't really think that was right. And then it was like, yeah, my motivation for this one was Malone won MVP. And I like definitely didn't think that was right. Yeah. So he's like, I'm just going to go kill these guys. Um, I don't know. I just really like that. And that's why kind of when we segue to our kind of our little bit of a goat debate, just Mike and I have this distinction of like why Jordan's the goat and like what LeBron fits into that. But um, I I just think that that's, that's something that like we will never get again. You know, like a guy that's just going to like take your head off. Don't say never. Well, don't, yeah, never. Like, like Mike and I were saying yesterday, Ben, like Kobe was the closest to Jordan as we've gotten. And, LeBron is as close to magic as we've gotten, right? He's and probably better than magic, but he's closest yeah, to it. Yeah, but he, he's closest in terms of, I guess, like the the play and, and kind of what they are. And um, I, there's levels to it, right? Like if if you have a goat debate, it's it's always like LeBron and MJ, and then like maybe Kobe. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It, it's it's a it's a hard debate. I guess we'll get into that later because I heard you have different opinions on that. Um, so, what were your favorite episodes? Best, best takeaway, like best scenes, best moments that you, that kind of stuck out to you guys. Uh, for me, episode seven was my favorite. Honestly, that that whole weekend, like seven and eight, both mm-hmm. of them, I thought were just phenomenal episodes. Just. Like just just individual players' reactions during those episodes, and like, you know how they showed Jordan uh, with that like security guard, like his interaction with him in, in that whole scene. I mean, they just they went into a different aspect of the game than than the other episodes did. I think. Yeah, I uh, I thought the doc kind of started off like kind of slow. And then also finished, like, slowly. I know, John, you mentioned that it kind of lacked content towards the end. I thought, like, episodes 1 and 2 and, like, 9 and 10 were, like, kind of the worst out mm-hmm. of all. But, like, the middle was, like, really meaty. Yes. Like, I liked, I liked all the, all, like, the sit-down interviews with, like, Isaiah Thomas, like, Horace Grant. Like, I loved hearing, like, the perspectives, like, of them. Well, like yeah. it's funny you mention that because, like, I was telling Mike, like, one I think my favorite scene of the entire—I hate that—the um, the, my favorite scene of the entire documentary was it was either in episode one or two when they were talking about—I think it was one—they were talking about Jordan's um, like the UNC days and when he, he hit that shot in the finals um, in, in the in the NCAA championship, and it was like him, Ewing, and James Worthy. They all bro- basically broke down that shot, oh, yeah. and I liked how it was like from Worthy and, and Jordan's side. It was like, okay, Dean Smith drew up this play, and in the play, it was like, okay, we're gonna overload one side, and then we're gonna shift it back, and Jordan, like Michael, take the shot, basically, uh, if you're open. And then Dean Smith was like, you will be open, just take the shot. And then how Ewing on the other end, it was like, this is how we like we we were defending it like this. And the, and I think that like that whole sequence and, and Ewing's like yeah and I saw the ball go up in the air and I was like oh shit like damn it like he made it and then I I also just like how they, they disregarded the rest of that game how um like I for the longest time I thought that was it like I thought Jordan hit the game winner and like the game was over like as time expired like Chris Jenkins deep from three yeah the championship dagger. I, I really thought that was it, but I, I completely for, like there was a long time I didn't know about what happened right after that. It's where like four seconds left on the clock. <laughs> yeah, and then like how that guy on Georgetown just blatantly passed the ball to a UNC player. Like I just completely forgot about that. Yeah, they and didn't even get a shot off. They didn't get a shot off. He, he literally just like it was like one of those like when you're on the playground, you're like yo yo bad 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 right here right here, and then like you're, you're just on the other team, you're like oh shoot, I thought Mike was on my team like that. I, I I just thought that was funny, but um, but you know that that's one of my that's probably my favorite scene to be honest with you, and that's just like me being like a basketball hardo, but um, but yeah, I mean, uh, all right, let's talk about his his championships. So, you know, we we talked about this. If Jordan didn't leave, would he have won eight? No. Would would he have won like? 
anything more than three. He could have won seven total, possibly. Seven. Yeah, I I don't think he would have. He wouldn't have gotten eight in a row. I don't think it's the wear and tear of eight in a row is. I just think impossible. I don't think you can win eight in a row. I don't think it's happened. I mean, like Bill Russell went on like a run of close to that, but like in the late fifties and sixties, mm-hmm. like in that, like it, 20 years after that is a totally different game. Like just think about how worn down Jordan was after that first three peat. Yeah. Like there's all that debate. People are like, Oh, did he retire because of gambling? Did he really have an 18 month suspension? Like, I think that gets tossed out the window. I don't think any, that had anything to do with it. I really do think that he was mentally and physically worn down. Like, he has other reasons outside of that, but he said it. He was like, it didn't, like, after that first three-peat, the last championship, he said he didn't even necessarily, like, feel joy. He just felt like he got done and had to get done. He was just worn down. So, like, just from that standpoint, like, even if he played the next season, I don't know that they would have won that next season. And, you know, if they did win that next season, I can almost guarantee you they're not winning the one after that. Like, to me he could have potentially won one or the other in those two gap years that he was retired, but he wouldn't have won both. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that, like, that... Like, I just think that the, the fact that he took that time, and you're right, he, like, he was so mentally exhausted and things like that. Like, I, I don't think anyone really can can kind of... It's, it's hard to remember that, you know, because, like, LeBron went on that run where he was in the finals every single year in 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 the last decade, and it was like I don't think I fully appreciated what that took because it's just like I mean he didn't win all of them, but like that you're right that's like a lot that's a, a lot it's of basketball extra games it's it's a yeah. lot of extra games <laughs> like that's a lot of basketball he had to do it himself like a couple times too so. <laughs> yeah like I I just think you're like that's just I don't know like people just forget about that and. Um, you're right. I think one way or the other, it would have been full. It, it might have been four one way or the other, but it wouldn't have been, I guess, a full eight, eight yeah. in a row. Um, although, if there's somebody that I think could do it, it would have been him. Just because, you know. Yeah, what I didn't like about it is at the end, he makes it like kind of like a big thing, like like the quote unquote like last dance season. He's like, I would have kind of like ran it back and like like how badly he wanted that seventh championship. Like he could have had it if he didn't take in like those two. Yeah. If he didn't play baseball at a terrible level. He acts like that was his only like opportunity to get that. Yeah. I kind of just, I wish someone would just ask him like straight up. Like he probably would have given them like a BS answer, like a very like negative response. But like, just ask him like, do you think it was like stupid? Like taking, that break because like, right for baseball yeah you could have had like that seventh final like you're acting like that was like your only opportunity to yeah receive. i'm also wondering like why you put so much emphasis on a seventh final yeah right like <laughs> like who would like who would that put him ahead of like it would still keep him behind like the dudes who just have like ridiculous numbers because they happen to be on teams like early on in the NBA or they happen to bounce around really good teams and weren't necessarily superstars, AKA Robert Ori. Like yeah. dudes like that. Yes. Like who just like who just have a ton of championships but they weren't ever the best player on their team. Like I just don't understand who it's putting them ahead of. Like cause it's not like it's the most. Like because Bill Russell has like thirteen. Yeah, I just I, I I don't get it, but I, I just after watching that I was like, I want more. Like I feel like there were there was just like they didn't really they talked about certain seasons, but they didn't like go in depth. And like Ben, I think you mentioned it too. It's like the that, that back and forth and how confusing that got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I, I think what they should have done and like this is obviously gonna that would mean like you know, get, giving you a different kind of a, a different uh, like series is, is instead of a ten part series. Like I think I wish they would just do like every season. You know, yeah, like they could have went chronologically. I feel they had a lot of content like from each yeah. like finals. Well, I, I think that's part of the reason why like the the last two episodes just like lacked kind of 
depth and and I guess whatever else you want to say it was like the other episodes they were able to pull from from like 12 years of of not of, of kind of happenings and that last season like clearly they only had the one season to talk about because like at that point the 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 chronologically like it just brought it back to to the present I mean, like time the whole stage had been set yeah, yeah. um yeah, and it's just like I don't know. And, and I, how do you guys feel about Jerry Krause and, and ownership as a person? <laughs> like, well, not as not, maybe not as a person, but like just in general, like how that was played out. Like, I didn't like Jerry Krause, but like I just think he's a scapegoat for for like the ownership being cheap. You think so? You know, I think so. Like, I, I mean, clearly he was an ass, but like, he there's also times where you look at the owner. It's like, okay, you should have just paid them. Yeah, but I mean, like, all right, so so here's a couple things, right, like, on that standpoint. I think, Ben, I don't know if I just heard you in the background saying he did a good job. He technically, objectively yeah. did a very good job. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah, like was no one else would be able to accomplish that, like, nowadays. Six probably. championships. <laughs> like, yeah, objectively, he did a phenomenal job. Like, you can't really argue with the, the success rate there. Like, whether you want to say, oh, it wasn't him, it was the players. But, yeah. He but, put that team together. But, yeah, right. Like, he, he still has to be the one to manage it. And so, all right. The whole Scotty Pippen contract situation, like. Okay, can, can we just say that was on Scotty? That That's on Scotty. I agree. Yeah, like, like, absolutely. Dude, the owner literally was like, dude, don't Do sign, not this sign this contract. Like, this is not a good contract. Do not sign it. But if you sign it, we're not going to renegotiate. And Scotty was like, yo, send that over here. I'll sign it right now. Like, well, that's that's your own fault. Like, why did you sign that contract? I don't even – I really don't understand that, like, at all. I don't even think he was the second highest player on the Bulls at one point. Like – No, he, he never was. I, I mean – I just don't get it. From his like, standpoint, I get it. He, well, because he was poor. He grew up poor and, like, that's a lot of money. But, like, that's on him and that's on his agent. But he taught like the owner literally was like, "Dude, we'll give you more money. Like, don't sign this." Yeah, I, I don't get I, it. I, I honestly think Jerry Krause like threw that out there and was like, "Let's just let's just see like how <laughs> appalled he is by this offer." And like when he wasn't just like, "This is complete bullcrap. Like, why'd you even offer me this contract?" Like Jerry Krause was like, "Damn, we got this dude right where we want him." Like, <laughs> it, yeah. it, it, I don't it's know. I mean, like, you can't really be that mad at Jerry Krause. His job is to get the most talent on the team for the most effective use of their money. Signing Scottie Pippen for like barely over $2 million a year annual for seven years is like the <laughs> savviest general manager move of all time. It's actually insane. Well, did you, Ben, I sent this to Mike, but you, um, there's this, there's the All the Smoke podcast is the uh, Steven Jackson and, and, and Matt Barnes podcast. Oh, yeah, I love those guys. Yeah. And they had and they had Vince Carter on, and they were talking about like the <laughs> doc, and they were person. like, "Yo, like he was like, yo, like they they paid Scotty made nothing, and he was like, yeah, Scotty didn't make anything. He's like, dude, who's a hundred and twenty second like most paid player? And they were like, and then Vince Carter's like, yeah, that's Robertson. And then Stephen Jackson's like, yeah, Robertson's making like twelve million a year, and he can't even shoot the ball. He's like, he airballs free throws. Stephen's like, I don't understand how you airball a free throw at all. And he was like, he's a scrub. <laughs> and then Vince Carter just like had to bite his tongue because he clearly can't say anything because he's still in the league. Yeah. But it was like very clear that he was Bro, like, yeah, he's a scrub. More now than Scotty was. Oh, ever? Oh, he's, he's making more close. now than Scotty yeah. ever did, dude. What's this thing? I thought it was so funny when Steven Jackson was like, dude, I never got paid even close to what Andre Roberson makes, and I never airballed a free throw in my life. <laughs> I I also don't understand how you're... I, I understand how the big guys airball the free throws, because, like, their hands are just, I like, really ginormous, but, 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 like, I don't get how Roberson, like, does that. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, um, that's like he's a shooting guard. Oh yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah, he, it doesn't make any sense at all. But um, okay, so like, which one's the best championship team? Do you think? I guess it had been the Malone and Stockton, right? Oh, you're saying that they faced? Well, yeah. Let's go by by like who they faced first, and then we'll go okay. by like which one of the Bulls uh, teams is like the greatest. I guess because like, I know the '72 win team clearly, but like. 
I don't know if they were like you know the best. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Well, the '72 win team was was which year? '96. Uh, Dennis Rodman. The, yeah, was uh, it was yeah. it was '96. It was their second in the second dynasty. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. All right, but let's start with opponents then. Ben, you think it's Malone and Stockton? Yeah. Well, so what? What do you? What about the Lakers team? Like that? That the the first one? Like it was technically Magic. I mean, I know that. Yeah, but he was kind of. Like, he was like old and had AIDS at the time. Yeah, well, bro, he's just just HIV. He he has never had AIDS. And what's his name? Uh, Byron Scott missed that entire series. Yeah, he did. Which was, I think, big. And not that he would have like been the guy to stop Jordan or anything, but. He's pretty good, though. Yeah, he's he would have made it a lot more competitive, I think. I mean, James Worthy was still on that team, too. Like, that, that team was pretty good still. Yeah. But comparatively. Yeah, and they were all yeah. old. So, I mean. Uh, so, this is a really interesting point because, like, there's, in a weird way, like, looking at the rosters, and, like, I guess it's, like, hinds- it might be, like, a situation of hindsight's twenty twenty. but, like, if you look at the rosters that he faced in championships, like, there's not one roster where you're, like, oh, wow, I can't believe they actually won that series. Like, it's, like, the Bulls should have won every single championship that they did win. Like, I, yeah. I just, you look at those rosters, and there's, at, like, there's not a single roster where I'm, like, oh, that, that team probably could have or should have beat the Bulls. Like, not a single one of those rosters. I mean, maybe, like I said, maybe it's hindsight, but I just don't – I don't know. Like, were they ever – like, I think maybe one series they were underdogs in the finals. Like, maybe once. And it was that – and I think it might have been that last one. Right. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I kind of agree with that. Like, I – but I think that's more like, – and, and I guess that – like you, people will hear that and be like, "Oh, but like, the, how can you like, you know, bash on LeBron for that?" I, I think that the thing because like the the point that you just made is like, yeah, it's because they had Jordan. Like, who was going to stop Jordan on any of those teams? You know, um, yeah, that was like the deciding factor, like every series. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, and and that 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 definitely points to his greatness. Like, that's. That's awesome, but I also think that, like, additionally, like, think about the teams they matched up with. Like, the in, in the NBA back in the day, centers and power forwards were commonly, like, the dudes on their teams. Like, for the Jazz, let's say Carl Malone, right? Carl Malone, for an entire series, had to deal with Dennis Rodman, who was literally going to do anything in his power to stop you. Like, he, he is known to be, like, the best defensive stopper, pretty much at the power forward position. Like, that dude grabs all the rebounds. Like, that's what he's known for. He was the perfect person for them to have on Carl Malone. Like, literally picturesque for them to have on Carl Malone. And then Scottie Pippen had to deal with, like, who's even the Jazz's small forward? Like, who even is that guy? Um, well, it wasn't Hornacek, was it? Was like, Either I mean, way, even if you want to say it's Jeff Hornacek, not to say that Jeff Hornacek isn't good, wait, was, uh, but he wasn't Byron, great. Byron, uh, Brian Russell, right? Oh, so, so better, better example. Scotty like, Pippen should just like dominate called, the hell out of that guy. Yeah, but he's the one who called out Jordan and was like, said he could guard him when he like. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I just think it's funny. Like in all the situations where like somebody talked crap to Jordan and they were like, and then somebody else on their team was like, God damn it, why'd you do that? Yeah, dude, the craziest thing is that like people don't didn't learn. Like I don't understand. Like did they not talk to each other in the league or like just pick up on the realization? Like the Jordan just like really, really, really does everything so personally, yo. Like well, just just like that the one story about him with um who was that rookie on the on the on the the on, on the, on the, on the Wizards. Yeah on the Wizards. Yeah, the and Wizards. he was like he, oh, he, he like had a really good game and then he was like, Yo, like this guy game, was like, like this guy said good game, Mike, and then like later on he was like, Yeah, no one he didn't actually say that. Like I, I made that up. I made that like, up. It's so crazy. Dude, he's Yo, a psychopath. I, did you guys see that cartoon on, like, someone made it. It was on Twitter, and it was, like, Patrick Ewing, like, came up to, like, Michael Jordan in, in pregame warm-ups, and he was like, good luck tonight, Mike. Do your thing. And, it, <laughs> and I, then it, like, cuts away, and it's Michael Jordan. He's like, what do you mean by do my thing? <laughs> and, he, like, and he cuts away, and, it, and he's just, like, he, like, dominates him in the game, and he, like, goes up to him after the game or whatever, and he's like, 
did I do my thing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, I just, I, no one learned. And it's just like, again, that goes to like his greatness of just like, he was able to do that, you know? And like, just like Roy Williams said, it's like, he could turn it on and off anytime he wanted to, but he just never turned it off. Um, and I think yeah. that like that, that just makes him scary. Like, I wish we had someone like that on the Sixers. Oh, we, oh on the Sixers. I was going to say, we sort of had Kobe. Kobe was sort of like that. Kobe was also a psychopath, you're right. But it's just, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you can, like, say on, to the same level as Michael Jordan because this, like, this really revealed, like, what kind of dude he was. He <laughs> literally, like, to prove the point of, like, how crazy he was, how determined he was to win in this 10-part docuseries. Like, him and, like, Scottie Pippen is definitely pissed at him. Oh, he is. He The, the thing came out, like, yesterday that was, like, Scottie's, like, Scottie not Pippen has got to be livid with Michael Jordan. Like, Michael Jordan, like, that, that whole thing where, like, Scott, like, Remember when Scotty had the migraine, the Scotty migraine game? <laughs> Michael Jordan, like, basically in that, like, for, like, five minutes was like, oh, I don't man, believe I can't that. say it was fake, but Scotty's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. And I was literally like, dude, that's your guy. Like, <laughs> like that's supposed to be your man. Like, I can't believe he said that. I was sitting there and I was like, yo, is he going to back him up? Or, like, like what's the deal? Like, he's well, like, he was, he's, he was poisoned, like, right? So maybe he thought like Scotty should play through that. Oh, dude, that's ridiculous, too. The, well, the, yeah, he like, said he got poisoned by the oh pizza God. dude. The oh, pizza dude, dude came out and was like, "That's so untrue." Like, how did you even get that story? But, but like, I, honestly, like it. I mean, granted, I don't know like about the whole delivery thing and whatever, but like, I, like, I don't know, man. It's just like that's crazy how they like you know. Bro, I feel he like might... he probably ate a bad shrimp. Bro, like, he might have just made that up again just to motivate himself. He's like, yo, these guys are trying to poison me. I'm going to kill them on the court. Like, Michael, you have a hundred either. Like, that's so crazy. I just yeah. don't understand. I, I, yeah, I can't believe that. Like, Scotty's mad at him. Horace Grant apparently doesn't like him either. Well, Horace Grant and Scotty are like boys. Yeah. Also, like, can we talk about how Horace Gang could probably start for Al Horford right now and still be okay? Bro, he looks insane. He, he looks more in shape now than he did back then. Yeah, I mean, except his face is, like, really fat now. But... <laughs> yeah, but his bicep's the size of your entire left foot. He your left foot. Like, he is, yeah. He's, like, he's crazy. Honestly, that whole situation, like, like, Horace Grant leaving and going to the Magic, like, the the Michael Jordan took that so personally, and he wasn't even on the team anymore. Like those were the two years that he left, and Horace Grant was like, "All right, like I'll the Magic or a budding team, like let me go here." And Michael Jordan came back and literally acted like Horace Grant had like stolen his child. Like I mean, I mean honestly, if Horace Grant actually did steal his child, then Jordan would probably be okay with that because his his children. Okay, I have a, I have an issue, Ben. It's, it's got to be so disappointing oh. <laughs> that, like, you had two, like, like every, like, Kobe, right? The whole, like, oh, you got to have a son, right? But, like, Gigi was really good at ball, so it didn't really matter. But, like, you got to think about this, right? He had two sons, and they were garbage. They were garbage. There was a game in high school where the two of them combined for eight points, and Eric Gordon put 45 points on their head. Like, and Jordan was in the stands. So, like, to be honest with you, like, yeah, I'd be pretty pissed off if I was Jordan, too, if my two sons only put up eight points. You know what's crazy about that is I feel like Eric Gordon probably didn't talk any trash, but that's, like, the equivalent of Colin Sexton telling Penny Hardaway that his son's trash, like, while his son's at the free throw line staring at his face. Oh, yeah, and Eric and Gordon Hardaway. never probably never said it <laughs> at all. It was just, like, I don't know. I just think that, like, yeah, that, that right there is – who cares? But his sons. Also, I like how his sons like made a brief cameo at the end. They yeah. were like, yeah, "Let's throw this guy in there" because they were like, "Yeah, we hated Utah." It's like, yeah, well, your, your dad hates you too. So like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, they were basically excluded from the entire docu series except for like when they were kids and like dribbling the ball for like five seconds. Yeah, Wait, and then I just don't like how people spun that. They're like, yeah, that just shows how Jordan like was like a bad father or whatever. It's like, well, okay, I don't maybe know if you can totally say that, but. Maybe. You don't really know the situation. But. You, unless you were around. Like, yeah. 
throwing him raisin on the. It seems so aggressive and like unfair. <laughs> so who's which one's the best Bulls team? Like the greatest Bulls team of all time. So I mean, it's it's a cop out, but I think it's the seventy-two win team. I don't think any team in that first three P like. Like not to say that Horace Grant wasn't good, but I think that Dennis Rodman made them that team to another better. Level. Yeah, like Horace Grant, like yeah, he was a good rebounder. He was a solid defender, and he could score the ball like a little bit. But like Dennis Rodman was an elite defender, an elite rebounder, and then was literally a garbage points guy, which is all you need on that team because. Like, you really don't necessarily need or want someone who's out there creating their own shot when you have Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. Like, you want a dude who, if they miss, he's going to go up over people, grab that rebound, and put it back in. Like, to, to me, it's it's the that second three-peat team as a whole is better than the first. Yeah, I'll I agree with that. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say, like, I think Rodman right there, like, Rodman kind of, like, ties in the entire argument for them. You can pick any one of those second three P teams and like I think they'd be clear cut better than the um, first three P the first yeah. three. It like because you still had Jordan, you still had Scotty, but like you had Rodman. And I also like that one scene where Rodman described how he like learned how to rebound the ball. Yeah. Where he was like, yeah, like you just gotta like find the angles you gotta tip to yourself. And it's like Bleh. I was uh, also how do you guys feel about Rodman? The Rodman episode was great. I thought yeah, that whole episode was phenomenal. I just like everyone else, I really wanted more because I was like, bro, like he's he's something else. He is something else, and he's crazy. Like his whole like just description of like why he does what he does is like so crazy, dude. The whole Native American thing, like I've never heard anything about Dennis Rodman being really into Native American stuff. I don't but, think like, I don't think he really was. I think that Phil just kind of like <laughs> just kind of like, find was like, okay, here's something else, Dennis. Check this out. Like yeah. here's how I'm gonna like. It's kind of like when you bring a book to the school to, for like the one crazy kid in the class. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I really like the Dennis Rodman thing. Also, like Phil Phil Jackson is the greatest coach of all time. Um, and I and I don't think it's. I I think that like that I can say even that even though he not. didn't develop his own offense. Yeah, that's crazy. The, I didn't know that. Like I'll admit that I did not know that was a thing. Like that he didn't come up Develop with a triangle, triangle. Yeah. Um, which is insane because it's like that's like the most iconic offense I think in the history of, of basketball it's associated with everything Phil Jackson like, yeah like he became the general manager or the president of basketball operations for the Knicks and they were like look like the Knicks are going to be in the triangle offense now and it's like he's not even the coach like <laughs> yeah um, yeah I, I think that like getting like I, I think I liked Phil's commentary of like I knew like I knew what Dennis was about, and I just needed to let Dennis do Dennis. Because, yeah. like, have you ever heard of somebody like being let go for twenty four hours to go? Let it was more than that. I think, was, I think it was like forty eight or seventy two. Uh, yeah. yeah. Also, do you want me? Do you expect me to believe that Jordan was able to go to Vegas and just grab Dennis Rodman without stopping <laughs> for himself? Like what, gambling, you mean? Yeah, like you, you tell me, like Jordan didn't stop to gamble or do anything, but, but yeah, I mean, I overall, I think it was like a that whole scene was great too, where Jordan's like, I'm not gonna say who was in his bed, what was in his bed, and then Carmen Electra's like, I was, and I was at hiding the door, Michael Jordan. <laughs> that was I, a great cut. They did that a few times for different things, like their cuts from from scene to scene or <laughs> interview to interview were really good. Yeah, it was a really well developed, I think series and um yeah i i would i'm probably going to end up watching it again just because i just want to watch it again and see it again um right i also like i like i really like the kobe part like when when they brought him in and and had him you know talk about his relationship with michael and how many people do you think cried when he came on the screen i i got I got emotional. I didn't cry, but like I, I think a good amount of people cried. Like I, I can't imagine Vanessa Bryant not being, you know, a little emotional over that. Just oh yeah, that's like the first time you see him on TV. Um, you know, since since everything happened. Uh, but yeah, right. I it was good. Here's the thing. Let's let's get to this right off the bat. I'm just gonna we're gonna move on. And here the the burning question now after this documentary series. 
who's the goat? It's still Jordan. It's still Jordan. Ben? Sorry, it cut out for a second. Yeah, after watching, I mean, you know I'm a huge LeBron guy. You're a LeBron guy, I know. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, after watching it, I have to, like, give a lot of respect to Jordan because he seems just to be an absolute killer. Mm -hmm. But, again, the debate, like, it isn't over because LeBron, it's still playing. I think that's, like, the biggest thing. LeBron, you can argue that he's still in his prime. He has been, like, for his entire career. Pretty much his entire career, yeah. yeah, So Jordan's the greatest, and I think LeBron is obviously, like, the the clear-cut, like, number two. But, yeah, Yeah. LeBron's career is not over. He wins a championship or two, like, with the Lakers. Like, then... Then yeah, it's it's much more debatable. But Ben, so you you know I've been saying this for a while and like I don't even know when I first started getting on this point, but there's a distinction in my mind, a huge distinction between greatest of all time and best of all time. It, like I don't think like I think that being the best has to factor into the greatness, but I think that greatness more than anything it's about accolades, it's about championships, it's about the type of attitude you had as a player. Right. Like, There's more that factors into that, and I think Jordan's the GOAT. I, I don't think that, to me, like it is Jordan, he's the GOAT. But I actually think that LeBron is a better player. I think yeah. LeBron is the BOAT. I think he's the best player of all time, most well-rounded, and I don't actually think that there's much of a debate about that, to be honest, because... What like whatever you want to talk about, killer instinct that Jordan had, fine. But when you say he had a killer instinct, he had a killer instinct as a scorer, as a defender, as a competitor with his individual matchup with the teams he was playing. But he wasn't necessarily actually the best overall skill set player. I think that goes to LeBron because of just the diversity of what he brings. He's a better rebounder than Jordan. He's a better passer than Jordan can't really say he's a better defender than Jordan, but he's not far off in terms of defensive ability to Jordan. They they defend in different ways. He definitely has more blocks than Jordan, but he probably doesn't have as many steals. So it's you he's know, a better whatever shooter. you value. Say he's yeah, a he's a better shooter. But not necessarily scorer. Like yeah. and that's also like a product of the his, time too. It's not as like good like, to like place. Right. Yeah, and that's a good he's point. Been too. First. Right. And the fact that he does what he does on the court, being being viewed as pass first, is is incredible. So that's why that's that's my distinction. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I, I think that that like, I, and I've been on that point for a little bit too. It's just like I don't like I don't I'm not the biggest LeBron guy just because I don't like the extra stuff it comes with, which is like the like. I don't know. You you can say what you want about LeBron, but like, there's times where he just kind of goes over the top on a lot of things. Um, I don't like when he complains and, and does all that stuff. And I also don't like how he like dismantles teams, but like that's, that's another thing in itself. But uh, yeah, LeBron's clearly the best player of all time. I think the greatness level, I don't even know. Like he'd have to win a couple with, with he'd the, uh, two. he would need that. He'd, he'd have to get to five. He'd have to get five. And I, and I think that like, if you want to say like, like his fine, like, Oh, like if you're holding his finals record against him, like, you know, he played against the Warriors and he had nobody on his team. Like, I get that, right? But, and I also, I give him the Warriors championship that he lost, the first one. And then I give him the 2000, was it 2000, the first one with the Cavs, like the one where he got swept by the Spurs and he had Sasha Pavlovich as his two guard. Yeah. Um, Like, I give him those. The one, the championship that I cannot, like, He's gonna have to make up for it in my mind. Dallas. Is that Dallas championship. Oh yeah. my gosh, <laughs> like angered me like that. So that Dallas championship, bro. He got just oh, like, he got literally put oh in his God. place in that championship, and, which is and I think that's the issue. Yeah, like it, that's something that like you don't expect from quote unquote the greatest player yeah. of all time. Like he got handled in that championship, and like, and like I don't look know who was guarding him. Yeah, like, I don't know what Dallas did. I don't know what it was about their system. Like, 
Mark Cuban says that they literally, like, while he probably necessarily wasn't in on the planning of it, he knew what the plan was. He said, like, they had, like, something in their mind with what their defensive plan was for LeBron. It worked, and they knew what they were doing. Like, and it's just so weird because no one else has been able to do that. Like, I don't understand what it was about Dallas that they were able to do that. I don't know if LeBron was just off. But that, like, it's mind-blowing, like, what happened in that series. Yeah, and it was like he. I think he ended up averaging only sixteen points, something like that. And that's yeah, serious, which low. is like, and like, like, obviously, like, not bad. Sixteen's not bad, but like, for LeBron, the greatest player yeah. of all time, come on. So I think that 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 series is the one I'll always go back to and be like, yeah, like I, he, you cannot say he's the greatest because of that series. That was like I. That's just the end of it. That's a um, yeah, I mean. I, yeah, so so LeBron's best. I also don't like when he like does that thing where he like. I re- the one video of LeBron I really hate is the dunk, the dunk contest he had with himself in the layup lines of his son's AAU game. Oh yeah, I really hate that clip because I'm just like, he, like at, think about it. Like there's kids on that team that aren't going to play, and if you're a kid that doesn't play much, like you look forward to the layup lines because you're at least shooting the ball. And here like you have LeBron's in your life. Yeah, LeBron's like taking your reps, like your your like non-existent reps. Like that, that that's one of the ones that I really don't like. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm glad to hear Ben like you you kind of agree with that <laughs> like the the Jordan goat debate because I I don't know that 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 series just shows you like the type of guy he was on the well, court. Well, I think he was he was like hesitant almost during that series because I think he he must have known like all right I have. Like, I have Wade and I have Bosch now. Like, I don't have to do it all by myself. Like, I'm looking at, like, this. it's like attempts during that series. He never took more than 19 shots. Like, that's really low, actually. Yeah. That's very low, right? But but I yeah. think that, 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 that goes to, like, the mindset of being a dog, right? Like, like Jordan was a dog and, and Kobe was a dog. Like, they were just going to shoot the ball no matter what because they were like, I'm the best player on this team. And, and you can not Deion Waiters does too. I just saw those quotes. It was like the <laughs> anniversary of when Deion Waiters said, "I'd rather go 0 for 30 than 0 for 9 because if I go 0 for 9, it means I've lost confidence." <laughs> or it means a guy stop passing the ball because they know that you suck. But oh my god. Um, but yeah, like I, I think that 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 plays into my my feelings of goat is that um, is that you got to just go for it. You know, like you can't worry about what other people are going to say or what are people going to do? Cause like you're the best player on the court. So you have autonomy to do whatever you want. Yeah. You should have taken the game at one point. Yeah. All right. So, now <laughs> go ahead, we Mike. have our goat stuff here. I think we need to talk about the, the most overrated player in the history of be NBA. like shut down and like never be talked about ever again. <laughs> like no one need, no one can listen to his opinions anymore because he's just an absolute salty moron, and that's Paul Pierce. Like, that dude literally just showed the entire world how petty he is about the fact that he's not as good as he thinks he is in his own mind. Like, you cannot rightly say that LeBron James isn't a top five player of all time. Like, that is literally the most pers- like taking everything the most personally as possible. Like, how can you even, like, it's not actually possible to even say that and be, like, really think you're you're right about that. I just don't think that you can even say that. Like, Paul Pierce was, like, a second-rate NBA star and just got absolutely dominated by LeBron James. Like, John, you sent me that thing. <laughs> LeBron scored 1,400 points on Paul Pierce. No, 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 no. Teams. So, so I, I, I went back and looked at it. So, LeBron scored 1,400 points on games of 30 or more. Oh, so there he did have other yeah. games. Where so he, he had other games where he okay. like had less than thirty. So like you could say, oh, that's a bad game. It's like okay, he probably had like twenty eight, right? Like, like I, he he ended up scoring two thousand career points on a Paul Pierce team. That's so ridiculous. Like that's disgusting. And it's like Paul Pierce, at no point in your career was anybody like drooling over you. Okay, like that. That's my point. Is like. LeBron at, at points in his career, at every point in his career, everybody in the entire world was always like, yo, I want LeBron on my team, right? Like that was always a thing. That is always a thing. When LeBron had that free agency where he went to LA, I remember when they were like, LeBron took a meeting with Philly 
I was so hype about that because yeah. I was like, hell yeah, like let's get it, right? But like, just to I, even be considered is yeah, like, what's like enough for me? I was like, yeah, that that's validation, you know. Paul Pierce has never been wanted by anybody. All right, like he he got torched in Brooklyn, then he decided to go home and play for the for the Clippers, where he sat on the bench for the rest of his miserable career. Like, I don't know how Paul Pierce can get off by saying, "Yeah, LeBron's not a top ten player," and and it doesn't top make any five, sense to me. Still. Was it top five? Yeah, top five. He's top three. There's no there's no argument there. And when I say he's top three, he's two. Like that. Yeah. That's my part. Um, I don't know what. How do you feel about that, Mike or uh, Ben? What just his top five? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Is Ben cutting out for you too, Mike? Yeah. No, Ben, fix your Wi-Fi, buddy. Is it good? Right, now? Well, yeah, it's good yeah. now. Right. What? Well, what? Well, well, it was what? Jordan, like Magic. It was in there. Uh, Larry Bird was in there. Um, I can't I remember. The I don't channel. even think he had Kobe in there. Like, I think he just like literally just went back and was like, I can't actually include myself in this. So let me just include <laughs> only players who I didn't play against because I'm salty as hell. Well, what, what, like, what is Paul Pierce even in your list, guys, of, of all time players? I couldn't even tell yeah. you. I, I don't even know if he's top 100 in my opinion. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I really if he don't. Is know. he's like in the nineties? Like <laughs> if he is, he might be one hundred. Like if you really had to put him in there, but like, I mean, there's a pretty good chance he wouldn't be there, dude. Yeah, he wouldn't even. He's not gonna touch my my top. Like I don't know. I just I don't see it. Like to me, to <sighs> me, right? Just right now in the NBA, there are twenty five dudes who are better than Paul Pierce ever was. Like easy. Like, and I, I honest, I say that so truthfully. There are 25 dudes who I think are better than Paul Pierce in the NBA right now. Like, and I, says, I'm not saying what he says, uh, like that he had a better career than Dwayne Wade. Like, I was and like, that's yeah, so no. yeah, Dwayne Wade's final where year he ranks himself all time and then where he places Dwayne Wade. Like, I, I know, it, dude. First of all, Dwayne Wade won more championships, has a league MVP, just like is ultimately better than Paul. Like Paul Pierce isn't even good at defense. Like Dwayne Wade was like an all defensive player on top of being a phenomenal scorer. Like Paul Pierce got cracked by Jameer Nelson on a stutter step. Like you can Paul be Pierce, the, like, oh, I'm the truth. Oh, you not Paul know Pierce. truth. You know what the truth is? You're the most overrated quote unquote star. In the history of the NBA. I said it. I'm going to stick with that. My cousin's a big Paul Pierce fan, but he's also a Celtics fan. I'd I'd love I, I know what I'd love to have your cousin come on here and talk about that because I, I I'm very curious. He's from Boston. Boston. He, he would totally do that. I'm I don't care. Boston. I don't care because like you 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 need to objectively look at that and be like, yo, like like come I on. I think I really don't even think Paul Pierce was the best player on the championship no. Celtics from 08. He, like it was he Kevin clearly Garnett. wasn't. It was Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett was the reason why they won that championship because of the same reason why Dennis Rodman was so important to... to yeah, like Kevin um, Garnett was a great defender, great yeah. rebounder, still scored like about 20 points a game. Like, his mid-range was dirty. Like, his, Yo, dude, his mid-range was incredible. Like, he ran games from the mid-post. Yeah. Ran and, games. And it's like, and they had Kendrick Perkins as their center, which means that he did the majority of that work, you know? Like, Pretty he. Pretty much all of it. Yeah. No offense, um, Kendrick Perkins. No, no. He was kind of the, like, Dennis Rodman, Draymond Green kind of, like, persona. Kendrick, you think? Yeah, he was, like, big, bad, like. Yeah. That's true. He was physically imposing, no doubt about yeah, it. I mean, he was not scared to throw his body around. Skills, but... Yeah, he definitely, yeah. Did what he had to do. Let's put yeah. it this way. He wasn't a liability. No. Yeah, you, you, you would be okay having him out there. Um, yeah, him, like, I, Mike and I talked about this, Ben, but, like, Paul Pierce needs to be canceled and Ryan Hollins needs to be canceled because those two guys oh. just, 
they don't deserve to have an opinion on everything. Anything. Ryan Holland's <laughs> even more so because he literally is like a career three Scrub. point two rebound average dude. Like he just never, never should be like considered. Like I, I really don't, I don't understand how. Like I get that he was in the NBA, but why out of all the former NBA players, like is he an NBA analyst that people yeah. talk to? Like, is it because, like, other guys just don't want to do it? Like, I feel like he would be at, like, so far down my list of people. Like, I wouldn't have even considered Ryan Hollins. Like, if I was, like, trying to do an NBA show and I was like, oh, who could I bring on here? Like, Ryan Hollins, like, wouldn't even, like, pop into my head. Like, so I just don't get it. Like, like, because you have to know who he is. We're talking about him now. Like, that's all. Yeah. Like, yeah, but, but, but we're talking about him because he's an idiot, right? Like, we're yeah, not talking like, about him. Like, if people will watch that, you know what I that's mean? That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. <laughs> like, that's that's part of it. That's true. Like, maybe he's just out there, like, similarly to someone else we know, apparently, that he's out there just to, to stir up the stories out here with some, yeah, it's like Max some idiotic comments. Like, first take. Like. Right, but at least Max Kellerman sometimes has a good take. Like, yeah. sometimes. It's rare but like no. I actually think I mean, that no, Ryan Hollins has never ever said anything of value on TV. Like I don't get it. Like when he said that Ben Simmons like isn't good, like that was the most ridiculous thing in the world to say. Like you can make comments about his jump shot, like that's fine, I get it. But to say that he's not good when in his rookie year he put up numbers that dwarf your entire career. Like, you need to shut up. Like, you need to stop talking because everything that he did in his rookie year was more than you ever did in your whole career. Ben like, Simmons sneezes, and he has more talent in his entire – in that one sneeze than Ryan Hollins has his entire life. Like, that's just how it is. I, I don't get it. I, I That's why I'm like, yo, I can get a job. Like, come on. Like, think think about, like, Ben Simmons, like, his rookie year, he averaged, like, 16.9, like, eight rebounds, eight assists, roughly – roughly that's like literally four years of ryan holland's rebounding and six years of ryan holland scoring like one season right there like in that come on like dude just get get your head out of your ass like yeah there's just a lot of i i just have a lot of issues with those guys but but overall yeah like they a guy, Paul Pierce is canceled. No one can talk about like they can't have him on anything anymore. Like his opinions invalid, like invalid at the end of the day. Because you can't go out and say something like that and then expect to to you know be taken seriously out here. All right, we're at about an hour here, so let's try and quickly get to these G League t- uh, contracts. Yeah, this new this new path to the NBA for for top high school talent, as they say. Do you like it, Mike and Ben? Do you guys like this? or? So, like, I go back and forth on this. Um, I think that these dudes, like, if, if people are willing to pay them, they should be able to have that opportunity if that's what mm-hmm. they want. But at the same time, as someone who loves college basketball, it does make me sad to not see the top guys come into college basketball. You know, like, and I, I get it. Like, I, like, I do get it. But the thing is, to me, is I'd like to then see, like, realistically, depending on how this season goes, I'd like to see a rule maybe where those top dudes have the option to go to the NBA. But then if they don't go to the NBA, they got to do, like, at least two years in college or something. Like, where, like, if they, they had the choice after high school – or they have the choice to go to college. And if they go to college, it can't be one year. Like, I don't know. Something like that. Because I just think that if they can get paid, they should be able to have that opportunity. But at the same time, like, I don't want it to be at the expense of quality college basketball. Yeah. Um, I think that the only... Like, I think that it's kind of interesting. I want to see how it plays out because, like, A... Will there be a season for for them to play these four guys? So, um, Jalen Green, clear cut number one player in the country. Um, Isaiah Todd, who was committed to your Michigan Wolverine, or is it Wolverines? Michigan. Yeah. yeah, it's it's to your Michigan team, and then Deshaun Nix, who was UCLA, which is honestly for That's him better. 
Yeah, that's amazing. Like, stop going to UCLA. Uh, any People really out there. need to stop going to UCLA. It, it doesn't do anything. Who it doesn't it do anything for, for recently? Who Lonzo. Yeah, but like even that, I feel like he like it's not like UCLA made that worthwhile for him. He just happened to no. go there. Like I yeah. like Lonzo Ball was the type of prospect that it wasn't like UCLA made it for him. He was just Lonzo Ball. I think Zach Levine might be like the only one you could argue, but That's like true. he, you he did that argument. But he did that like in like he wasn't that great in college. He got drafted in the lottery because he could dunk the ball, and like, then he did, decided yeah. to shoot the ball better. Um, yeah, he developed he much now. more in the NBA than he did in college, no doubt. Yeah, um, and then the last one's Kai Soto, who's um, like he's a seven-two center-ish. He's probably going to be a center um, in the NBA. He's seven foot two. He's from the Philippines. He's like the pride and joy of the Philippines. So skinny as hell. He's really skinny, so he'd have to bulk up. But I don't know. I think I think it's funny because like there's like the projected salary. Ben, I don't know if you saw this because I sent it to Mike, but like um, there's like a salary thing for all four it's of these guys drop off it's like jalen green's like projected to make like thousand yeah and then the, like isaiah todd who's the second or, or deshaun nicks who's the second best like they're at like 300 and then kai soto comes in the back at like 25 or something yeah it's it's like insane the drop <laughs> off but the g league is willing to offer them you're saying yeah yeah um like, and also like you think about the incentives that they that they're you know they're making too because yeah, I mean, I mean, mind that they can sign shoe deals, now yeah, too, which is going to be professional. Like, Jalen Green's going to sign a shoe deal, yeah. Hopefully, it's it's like with a good shoe, it's not like Puma, but like, yeah, like I, I, I think it's interesting. I, yeah, I do want to see it comes out with new shoes. I don't, I didn't mind the one Puma shoe, but the thing is, is that they haven't like released like a specific dude's Puma shoe yet. Yeah, well, I mean, they they don't know who to put their money on yet because like they. I know it's all, all he, they got all those rookies like two years in a row, and that's like none of them are like complete and utter superstars just yet. Yeah, but I mean, like like you said, like at the expense of college basketball, like it sucks, but like I'm curious as to what the path it'll take, and also like they they got to keep in mind too. It's like I don't know how the team works. Like, are they just their own G League team? Like where the, the four of them and like some random guys start playing, or because like so, this this only works for like the top five players in my opinion. Like those guys are going to be successful. The top um, five players in what the G in, like, in, in the class school or what? Yeah, okay. like I, I don't I don't see like I personally don't see like Deshaun Nix being like crazy. You know, like I think he's good. I just he'll don't think that he he'll absolutely get drafted. It's just like I don't think that he's like crazy good Jalen Green will be fine Isaiah Todd he's gonna have to fix like some small things but like he'll be okay well so the thing to me about Isaiah Todd is like there are some five stars who you look at them and you're like NBA one year no doubt NBA there are other five stars where you're like objectively they should have been a five-star talent for high school but they might take two years in the NCAA. Like, I thought Isaiah Todd was a two-year guy at Michigan. Like, to me. Like, really? I didn't see him as a clear-cut, one-and-done level talent. And when, so, when, when he was a freshman, I, I thought he was, like, a number – I think he was the number one ranked player in the, in the class. He was really first. high, yeah. And he just dropped off because I think he just kept switching schools, which looks really bad on him. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it'll be interesting. I don't know. He's probably about as good as Evan Mobley. Stop! Don't start with me. Well, I, there's a reason why like guys like him didn't do that, right? Like he he clearly was like, I'm not ready, and he knew he wasn't ready because he knows he's he's not that good. Um, he'll probably still get drafted in the top. I mean, 10. yeah, he'll he'll get drafted, which is like a shame because like Scalabissier got drafted. So, um, yeah, but he got drafted late. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it, like the fact that he even got drafted at all is like shocking. But. Yeah, I mean, I think that the, the G League will be interesting. Ben, when they come to play the uh, Blue Coats, we're going to get tickets, so be ready for that. Yeah, I would love that. Because we, we, we can get, like, courtside seats for, like, 80 bucks. It'll be great. Um, yeah, don't, don't advertise that to people, oh. actually. Yeah, I mean, no one listens, so it's fine. Cut but, um, yeah, <laughs> cut that. But, yeah, um, I think I think that, like, overall, just looking at kind of what more we can cover, I don't I don't even know what's left for us to cover. Yeah, for... today I think we're we're probably in a good place. I think I think one thing left to be said is that the Cowboys should keep upping their offer to Dak yes. Prescott. No, I, I agree. Happy. I because <laughs> apparently dude. five years one seventy five isn't enough for Dak Prescott, superstar of the NFL. 
Zach Mike, that, that tweet you sent is so funny. <laughs> he thinks he's Lamar, Lamar, Lamar Mahomes. Holmes. I was dying. I was laughing so hard. Yeah, yeah. no, he – in terms of Eagles talk, like, yeah, you're right. Like, they pay him. Go ahead. Or, or rock out with Andy Dalton. I don't care. <laughs> Either way, I don't – I really couldn't care less. But if, if you really want to pay him – Pay him. The fact that they even offered him five years, one seventy-five, is insane. Like that's thirty-five a year. Or would would that like make that. him the highest paid? It would make him the highest paid, but he wants north of forty-five in his final year. Jesus, <laughs> like thirty-five. A- Hello. Did John just get cut out? No, Mike got cut out. Could you guys? But, could did did you guys hear that phone call? Because my mom called me. Oh no, I was like, "What happened?" Um, but yeah, no, thirty-five years absurd for Dak Prescott. But give it to him if he wants to give it to him. He knows his worth. Don't Scotty yeah. Pippen him. Don't Scotty Pippen him. That, that, if we've learned anything from Jordan Doc, don't Scotty Pippen anybody. You know, don't oh. don't try to lowball them for yeah. for significant amount of years. But yeah, we we should um, we'll brainstorm other things to talk about because I, I really don't know what else we can talk about in the next couple of weeks because I don't see anything happening. Um, yeah, we'll get something moving. We'll get something moving. I'm sure some new headlines will come out. Dak Prescott Paul will Pierce. sign a deal. Paul Pierce will say something stupid. Yeah, Paul Pierce will try and defend himself. It'll be great. I want I want him, I want this upcoming week to be the Paul Pierce week. I want everyone to like go at him and see how he responds because maybe he'll actually know what adversity is. For once in his life, because he clearly didn't have any at, in the NBA. But yeah, uh, I guess that's it. So I mean, we'll we'll get this out this week and uh, we'll figure out what's next. All right. <laughs>